0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. So you know what? There's been a lot of talk uh, about our next topic recently, and it's likely something that you're talking about as well, or certainly something that you've you've noticed. It's called shrinkflation, and the definition is pretty much the process of items shrinking in size or quantity while their prices remain the same or even increase. And you know what? It's happening all over the world, not just here. Dr. Sylvain Charlebois is the Senior Director of Agri-Foods Analytics analytics Lab at Dalhousie University, has written about this. He has uh, done many interviews uh, about this, and he is joining us this afternoon to take some more questions. Welcome
1: back to the show. (laughs) <laughs> thank you we love to hate shrinkflation don't we we
0: do we do because it ticks us off and we normally notice it like with our Reese's peanut butter cups right there they get a smaller or your your package of you know potato chips that's all air but
1: there's nothing illegal about this that's the thing and all the information is given to the consumer at the point of purchase so there's no fraud or anything like that but it is somewhat subtle, and I think it really upsets some people when they realize, when they open the bag of chips, <laughs> when they open anything, they realize, my goodness, what happened to my cookies? What happened to my crackers? <laughs> what happened to my bacon? Yes!
0: So <laughs> not my bacon! Um, you know, it's, it's just not here. It's really, it's, this is around the world, right? And it's, and, and why is it happening? Is it manufacturers trying to keep up with costs, Right.
1: Yeah, I mean shrinkflation is a is a phenomena that spreads over several uh quarters, eh? It's not it just doesn't happen overnight. Uh it, it crosses over many months, uh and but there there are there are cycles uh, and typically, we see an increase of shrinkflation inflation cases when commodity prices go up. So back mm. in 2008, when we were going through this ag super cycle, a bushel of wheat was at $9 U.S., canola was up, everything was up. It was more expensive. So for so CPG companies, processors, uh, if they don't want to spook their customers, i.e. Loblaws, Sobeys, companies that are selling us the stuff well they're just they play around with quantities but here's the thing about Related to policy, we actually believe that stats can often underestimate the food inflation rate as a result of shrinkflation because it's hard to measure.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I was reading that in in your article, so kind of hard to figure out how it factors into that. You know, when you're looking at um, the the pricing, and as you said, there's so many different levels. It it is really tricky isn't it for for manufacturers and retailers to get the price right for products there's a lot to consider there and if for instance as you were saying one of the products used to or one of the items used to make the product is you know skyrocketing in price you know one of the options would be then to change things up but we also know that changing things up of favorite recipes oftentimes doesn't turn out well.
1: Exactly, and now I think because of higher commodity prices this year, we are expecting more uh, shrinkflation cases. Mm. But there is there is a new method out there uh, that I've noticed, anyways. Bite sizes are shrinking, not the total volume of a package, but bite sizes are shrinking. <sighs> Only to reduce the unit number later on. So, for Mm. example, if you're selling, if you're a manufacturer of cookies and uh, you're selling uh, a package of, say, 300 grams, you'll keep the 300 grams, but instead of selling you 15 cookies, we'll sell you 18 or 19 smaller cookies only to reduce the number of units, say, in a year from now.
0: I I don't understand how that makes a difference.
1: Well, it, you actually reduce the amount of grams over 12 months oh. to 18 months, basically. You see? Yeah. Bite sizes are all, also shrinking, <laughs> not just the total package. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on there. And like, but, but again, I, 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 don't, I don't want people to get upset about this. I mean, it is upsetting because you're getting less. But back in the 90s and 2000, it was the opposite. We were getting more for less. It was mm. about... You know family size facts yes. and and it was it was it was the era of abundance it was <laughs> cheap food now they're yeah it's the revenge of the food industry i guess <laughs> <laughs> it
0: sounds like it so uh sylvain so, yeah, charleroi jo- joining me this afternoon from dalhousie university we're talking about shrinkflation and uh, just google sh- shrinkflation the, he's written a really uh, interesting article about it outlining what it is where we're seeing it that sort of thing is it really Are are there certain foods where it's happening more often, let's say? Would it be more like the snacks? You know, because that's where I'm seeing it the most, but maybe that's just because. Is, Is there an area where it's happening more often than others?
1: Well, the, the center of the store is under siege. I mean, if you walk around the center of the store, most of these products have been affected by shrinkflation one way or another. But it's not just the center of the store where there's uh, where you find processed foods, mm. where it's pretty easy to you know reduce the the quantities. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, bacon. Pates, uh I mean, you're seeing uh, even cheeses. Uh, I'm actually noticing that some packs uh, are actually getting smaller, uh, but price the same. Uh, so yeah. you, you you gotta. And it's always difficult to know for that uh, that package. Has shrunk. Uh, I'll give you one example. About five years ago, uh, during Easter, we were we we hid some eggs, chocolate <laughs> eggs, Cadbury eggs yes. around the house. But my son actually forgot one, and we forgot one. We actually discovered one this year, <laughs> only to realize that the Cadbury egg five years ago was eleven grams bigger oh. than the ones that you buy now. <laughs> yeah, those oh. Cadbury eggs have drunk over the years I'm sure most of your listeners have noticed did you eat the Cadbury
0: egg the five-year-old Cadbury egg
1: live on the edge (laughs) live on the
0: edge (laughs) do you think though that the the manufacturers or you know that that they they could just increase prices and we just all deal with it because we're willing to pay for what we want
1: I, I I think you just have to look at because when you go into a grocery store, typically you would get the price per hundred liter millimeters per hundred grams. Hey, keep track of all that and uh, if you're really upset about this keep track of, of quantities and, and right companies because they know they can get away with it um, I, I, I don't think you should get upset because like I said it's not fraud it's not illegal it's just <laughs> a at the end of the day it actually could lead you to waste less food because we buy too much yes. food and companies know that and that's one thing you want to remember as you tried to cope with translation
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is an interesting point uh and a a conversation for another day sure appreciate your time this afternoon thanks for joining me take care Bye bye. take care dr sylvain charlebois you know he talks about writing the company if you see something you don't like it right use your voice my kid loves sun chips my youngest loves sun chips to the point he was like he was writing them almost you know, once a week saying, hey, can I be a tester for you guys? But notice that his packages of Sunships um, had a whole lot less uh, or seemingly less than they did before. And so he wrote the company again, voiced his concern, and now he gets uh, coupons for Sunships on a, on a regular basis. Trust me, I just cleaned their help clean out his place. I found a ton of them, but use your voice.